Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unwanted pets and relatives, it's Mr. Palumbo. I hope you guys are having a great day. Today I want to do something a little bit different. We're going to dissect a popular song. Well, it was popular 40 years ago, but it's still considered a popular song, a song of pop culture. And I do this in class, you know, around this time of the year, we get to the Vietnam War and we get to the 60s and we get to the age of protest and we dissect songs. Uh, some of the songs we've looked at in the past are things like Blowing in the Wind by Bob Dylan, great song. We've looked at Credence Clearwater Revival and Fortunate Son, which is probably the best protest song uh, of the Vietnam War, or probably of any war. Uh, so today I want to look at, though, another popular song that I've actually, we've done this in class. I'm not sure I can share it with you on the podcast for copyright reasons, but you guys have all heard this song if you're of a certain age. It is called Dirty Laundry by Don Henley. And if you guys want to Go grab that song on iTunes real quick so you can listen to it. What we're going to do is read over the lyrics and have a discussion about it. A little background on this song. According to Genius.com, it says, Dirty Laundry was the second single from Don Henley's debut album called Can't Stand Still. Now, for those of you guys who don't know who Don Henley is, he's one of the key members of the hugely popular and successful band, The Eagles. All right, back to the uh, description. It says, To air someone's dirty laundry means discussing or arguing about unpleasant or private things in front of other people. The song is about tabloid journalism inspired by the intrusive press coverage surrounding the death of John Belushi and Natalie Wood and Henley's own arrest in 1980. It peaked at number three on the Billboard 100. And then it goes on to say what, where it charted on other uh, Billboard charts in Australia and New Zealand and stuff like that. All right, so you guys, I'm sure you've heard the song. It's got a lot of uh, synthesizer in it. It's got a lot of, uh, it's very, uh, it's got a very heartbeat type rhythm to it. Dun, 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 dun. So uh, very 80s, love that stuff. It's good stuff. Here is the first stanza of the song. I make my living on the evening news. Give me something, something I can use. People love it when you lose. They love dirty laundry. All right, so let's think about that. So he starts off by saying, I make my living on the evening news. You know, in today's world, a lot of people make their living on the news. And journalism used to be a uh, revered occupation and uh, used to be just giving you the facts. But when you make your living on something, uh, you're going to want to make sure you're successful. And sometimes, especially in our 24-7 culture, you got to make things up. What's going to get clicks? You know, my daughter asked me a while back, I think we were talking about COVID, and, and I can't remember what she said, but she said, why do they always, it's always COVID and it's always scary. Everything they say on the news is scary. And I said, well, 
Scary things get clicks. Scared people watch TV. Scared people search for things on Google. And so if your job is from the news, you have pressure to make sure you keep the revenues coming in. And that's what the very second verse is. It says, just give me something, something I can use. So it doesn't even have to be valuable information. It doesn't have to be the facts. It just needs to be something that I'm going to get a bunch of people to sit on their butts and watch TV or sit on their screens and click away. It just has to be something he can use. He makes a very interesting point. At the, again, though, he says, people love it when you lose. And this is something you've probably seen throughout history, especially in pop culture. How many celebrities can you name that went to great heights and they were so successful and everybody loved them? And then as soon as maybe, you know, the, the roller coaster is now starting to go down and they made a mistake and they, they got arrested. And then how quick are those people that built those celebrities up? How quick are they to throw them away, cast them to the lions, chop them down? You know, a lot of times people are mean to you because they just don't like you or they don't like your success. They're jealous and they'll put you down. It, you know, even on my Facebook page, I've got people that'll just make a comment and you're, they're just trying to argue or they're trying to bring you down to show how awesome they are. They're not, they're not bringing anything to the conversation, anything positive. They're just trying to tear you down. Why? Because you're throwing yourself out there trying to share something or, or whatever it is you're trying to do. You're throw, if you put yourself out there, you're going to have haters, period, dot. Okay, the next stanza, this is probably my favorite. It says, I could have been an actor, but I wound up here. I just have to look good. I don't have to be clear. Come and whisper in my ear, give us dirty laundry. This is just artistic gold, in my opinion. He could have been an actor. Well, what do actors do? Actors pretend. A great actor is someone who is not himself or herself. They pretend to be a role. They pretend to be whatever the, the role says to be. That's what they are. They're great pretenders. And so the newscasters could be actors. They don't have to be real journalists per se, but they just have to play the part. Then the song says, I just have to look good. I don't have to be clear. OMG, folks, we could talk about, I can make a whole podcast about this, and I probably will when I want to talk about voting policy over personality. Everyone is so consumed. Look, I'm getting fired up. Everyone is so consumed with how things look and how things sound and how things appear. I could say that I could, if I could say, look, I kill puppies and I'm going to raise your taxes. And if I say that in such a really cool way that makes you feel good, oh, fuzzy, warm fuzzies, people vote for that stuff. And Don Henley's making that point in this second stanza of the song. I just have to look good. I don't have to be clear. It is all about appearances, ladies and gentlemen. It has nothing to do with substance today in our society. And then the chorus of the song is kick them while they're up and kick them while they're down. Kick them while they're up, kick them while they're down. Kick them while they're up, kick them all around. And I think he's going back to that point about people like it 
when people fail. Uh, people feel good when you fail. They feel better about themselves and they can judge you and they can stand on high and look down on you even though their lives are probably just as bad. That's another reason for this reality show garbage on TV. I mean, some of this stuff on TV is just pure garbage, guys. I mean, I don't know how people watch that stuff. It's just people in their worst light living really weird lives and extremely uh, sad lives and society eats it up. And why do they eat it up? Because maybe they think to themselves, my life isn't that bad. These guys are way worse than me and they feel good about themselves. All right, the next stanza, what I kind of secretly call the Fox News stanza, goes like this. We've got the bubble-headed bleach blonde comes on at five. She can tell you about the plane crash with a gleam in her eye. It's interesting when people die, give us dirty laundry. Okay, circling back to the appearances, right? Why, why are some of these women on the news channels, why do you think they're really on the news channels? Do you think they are just really talented? You know, Fox News, it's almost like a prerequisite that you have to be a blonde to be a female anchor. You ever notice that? And these women, they're not, they're not, they don't look like average women. They could probably be models. So why are they there? Are they there because of their ability? Now, I'm just going to let that question hang. You guys can answer that yourself. I don't want to get in too much trouble. But again, it's, a, it's this thing of appearances, right? It's all about appearances, how things look, how things sound. And I love how he compares that with the bubble-headed bleach blonde, right? This, this attractive person. And what is she sharing? She's sharing about a terrible event, a plane crash, but she's got a gleam in her eye. So it makes me feel better. And then there's this thing about it's interesting when people die. I want to share something with you guys. You know, and I don't know, every time there's a national crisis, like, like a huge tragedy, like a shooting, a mass shooting, or, or a terrorist attack, I don't watch those newscasts. As a matter of fact, I avoid them. And it's not because I want to put my head in the sand, but I, I think it's because people died, and it's terrible. And I want to just, I, I kind of mourn. You know, I remember the Sandy Hook shooting, and, you know, you know, the kids' bodies aren't even in the body bags before. Everything's political, and then we dig into everything. And and I just feel bad for the people. I feel bad for the people. You know, death, especially a horrible death, that's a private thing. And I, I've just always felt uncomfortable. Every time we have a national tragedy, I try to avoid it. Or at least what I mean is I try to avoid listening to it because I think it's it's something people are grieving and it's just a private thing, and you got to let people heal. And yet here in his song, he says it's interesting when people die. And today with our reality TV, we have no shame. I mean, people, there is no privacy and there's no shame. We know everybody's sexual preference and, and lifestyle choice, and everybody just tells everybody everything. And, and you know, and somebody dies and we don't give them we don't give them three minutes to grieve or, or their parents or their family members. No, we got to We got to make sure we get one last political stab in there to a dead person that's not around anymore to defend himself. It's just it's it, you guys. It's despicable. All right. Anyway. OK, the fourth verse of the song. This is where Don Henley really goes for the stake in the heart. <laughs> 
It says, can we film the operation? Is the head dead yet? You know, the boys in the newsroom have a running bet. Get the widow on the set. We need dirty laundry. This is the very visceral part of the song, I think. Uh, this is where he's really showing how tabloids and media and gossip and all these things that run today's 24-7 world are really just so invasive and intrusive. He says, can we film the operation? So they, they want to play by play on whatever uh, you know, tragic thing that's happened. Can we watch him? Can we watch him die? Is the head dead yet? I mean, getting down into the minute details, again, not letting someone have any dignity. There's no dignity anymore. There's no shame. There's no dignity. We want, hey, go get his wife and we'll watch, we'll watch her cry and we'll watch her grieve on live TV. This is what sells. This is what sells. And there's no concern for whoever's getting this operation. The guys in the newsroom have a running bet, right? So, so half the guys are voting or betting that he's going to die, and the other half of the guys are voting that he's going to live. But there's no real concern for the actual human being that is being operated on. You guys, you know what's really profound about this song? This song is almost 40 years old. And does he nail it? I mean, is this a prophetic piece of art or not? I mean, this was even before CNN and Fox and the Internet and Twitter. And Don Henley just hits it out of the park with this. This is our society. The song continues. Verse 5. We really don't need to find out what's going on. You really don't want to know just how far it's gone. Just leave well enough alone and eat your dirty laundry. Now, what's interesting with this verse is I don't know if he's saying... Is that what the news is telling us? Is the news telling us that we don't really need to know what's going on? Or is this his commentary? Is this him saying, you guys, it's really bad and we don't even realize how bad it is? And then when he says, just leave well enough alone, again, is that him saying, mind our business and let's change this and let's, let's reverse this? Or is this the collective masses saying, eh, let's just not care. We'll just keep doing what we're doing and, and we don't really care, right? We'll just leave it alone, right? You know, and this is a showing how disconnected we are from one another. You know, if we can watch somebody die and make a bet on whether someone's going to die or not and not have any concern for the human being that is being uh, displayed or, or, or ridiculed or, you know, his wife's crying and we're just sitting there laughing about it, Look that! Look how disconnected we are to one another. All right, next verse. Dirty little secrets, dirty little lies. We've got our dirty little fingers in everybody's pie. We love to cut you down to size. We love dirty laundry. So here again, he's talking about gossip and we're in everybody's business. You know, if you got your finger in someone else's pie, you know, you're kind of not minding your own business. And he says, dirty little fingers and dirty little secrets and dirty little lies, right? Everybody, this is what the news and this is what pop culture and this is what entertainment runs on. All the dirt. And finally, I think he really caps it off with the final verse. We can do the innuendo. We can dance and sing. And when it's said and done, we haven't told you a thing. We all know that crap is king. Give us dirty laundry. All right, so first off, he says, we can do the innuendo. 
well, what's an innuendo? An innuendo is like a hint. You hint at something. You make a suggestion about something, but you don't really come out and say it, right? And boy, isn't the media like this today? They can make up all these accusations. They can make up all of these, you know, anonymous sources say, blah, 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 blah. And then they leave it at that. And the anonymous source, the accusation, the innuendo becomes the story. Not anything really, no facts, no reality, but the suggestion, the innuendo. We can dance and sing, he says. And that's just a pure jab at entertainment, in my view. News is entertainment, right? All this stuff on TV, it's just entertainment. It's just, it it numbs your brain. And, you know, I'm sure our grandparents and our great-grandparents, when radio came out and TV came out, I'm sure they thought our brains were being rotted. You know, and I'm a kid of the 80s and 90s. I watched a lot of TV. But there just seems to be like we're it just seems to be we're getting worse. You know, the inertia of this. Some of the, the shows that my son wants to watch, there's one where it's a bunch of bunnies that just yell and scream. There is no intelligent words that come out of this show. It is just a bunch of bunnies that make a bunch of noise. And he loves it. And, and I feel like I'm getting stupider every time I watch it. And finally, Don Henley ends the show with... After it's all said and done, we haven't said a thing. And boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, isn't that the case today? When you go to school, when you send your kids to school, and when they go off to college, or maybe you just, you're in college, or you're getting out of college, or you've, have we really learned anything? I mean, have we really learned anything? I got the piece of paper, but has my knowledge increased? Maybe we should get back in the habit of, when we do an activity, wonder, is there any actual benefit to this activity? You know, art has always been a part of culture, and we need to get back to real art, not just these reality shows that just throw a bunch of crap on the wall, and then we watch how the crap rolls down. Boy, that's a boy, that's a heck of an image. Sorry about that. And you know, I would encourage you guys to listen to the songs, listen to the words of the song, not just the music. You know, songs are the modern poetry of our age, and they'll give you a real pulse on how our culture is where it is, uh, you know, morally and spiritually and intellectually. Listen to some of our songs. Who are the artists today? What are their songs about? Because I tell you what, their ki- your kids are listening to it. And there's an old saying: "Crap in, crap out." <laughs> Should I end on the show on that? <laughs> Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please go to. Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review. Also, if you'd like to contact me or contribute to the mailbag episodes, email me at ProfessorLiberty1776 at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go throughout the land and proclaim liberty. Liberty.